Hi, this is Mark from Dragon Force. This is Nora from Battle Beast. Hey guys, this is Stu from Death Dealer. This is Sarah from Mind Maze. All right, what's up, folks? This is Matt Barlow from Ashes of Ares, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate. Metal Debate fans, this is Brian coming at you live from the Manchester Music Hall in Lexington, Kentucky tonight. Here to see several bands, uh, the least of not which is Cataclysm, and I'm here with Maurizio's vocalist. All right, Maurizio, now you're the vocalist for Cataclysm, and so uh, let me start off with the obligatory, how's the tour going? Oh, very good. It's been uh, actually a really cool uh, situation to, you know, meet, you know, Max and Soulfly. And yeah. You know, being being asked to do the tour with them was uh, was like a, a really cool surprise for us, and uh, the tour has been doing great. So it's been a very very uh, uplifting tour, I say. It's right. Been good. You started the, this sort of been the month of February, if you will, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you got one more date left. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, we we got one more date. Uh, we were supposed to do the whole thing. The problem is like, it's not a problem, but my wife is is due. Wow. So the due date came earlier, and we had to cancel last week. So. Darn kids, right? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Just yeah, keep yeah. Going. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Thank man. you, thank you. And so the baby's here? It's coming in a week. It's coming in a so week. So that's okay. why we have to stop in Kansas. Ah, that's why you. these are the last two shows. I got you. Okay. All right. So one of the things that I like to ask everybody that I talk to, and I've asked several artists this, uh, and, and you kind of have an unusual take on it. You said that you noticed or came across or sort of got into metal through the visual imagery, not just the music of it. Right. Did, did you have this moment of epiphany where you were like, this is, I love this. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, yes. I think that every musician at some point like, try, takes this in a professional level, decides that they want to do that. They get that moment of enlightenment. Right. You know? So, I mean, for me, which was weird, um, I, I, I started listening through my cousin bringing me tapes. You know, back yeah. in the day, it was all tapes. And, right. And um, I was like, what the hell is this? And, you know, first Metallica record and all this stuff like that. And I, I was listening to a lot of hard rock in the sure. days. I was in the hair days, you know. Right, right. You know, when I was uh, 15, 16 years old, I was listening to that stuff, you know. But um, it brought me into the metal. And what did it is really when MTV was playing all the videos, you know. Right. And they were starting to play a lot of heavy stuff on TV. And, right. and I started seeing, like, the first, uh, you know, Anthrax videos. And then I saw the Pantera one. And I was oh, like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. So when, when you actually are able to put a visual to the music, right? And these guys are headbanging. People kill themselves in the pit. And says like, I want to do this. <laughs> so that's when it became uh, sure. apparent to me. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of my guys were more like, you know, they're, you know, they went to a concert and saw Iron Maiden for the first time, like the guitar player, and right. when he saw Iron Maiden, he was just like, ah, that's, that's it. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? It. So, you know, he picked up a guitar because of that. So, yeah. so I guess everybody's got their their thing you know and so you're what 15 when that kind of came around yeah 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 i i you know i, I started listening to mutant metal when i was 14 15 you know, uh, listening on tapes you kind of dated yourself there a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah oh, of course i mean when i was around there was no internet it was right. just like fax machine was the internet yeah. exactly cool <laughs> now you guys are originally or you are originally from montreal all of us uh, yeah but you don't live there anymore is no. that correct yeah. you live in chicago right. chicago, or? Yeah. chicago yeah so like 
our, our podcast is very fun. We love Canadian metal. Okay, we always cool. have. Yeah, awesome. uh, and we've interviewed several bands from Montreal, mm-hmm. Agonist, uh, okay, Beyond cool. Creation, and mm-hmm. uh, Chaos, okay, and, yeah. uh, and several Canadian bands in general, Archer, uh, mm-hmm. Unleash the Archers, that sort of thing. Yeah. Are you still in touch with the scene there? Uh, I am, not as much as I, I, I would like to or, or I, I, I used to be. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, when you live in the area and you, people see you every day, it's right. different. Yeah. Um, you know, I moved to Chicago 15 years ago. My guitar player lives in Dallas. Uh, he's been there 10 years. So, like, all of us are, you know, spread out, but, you know, still half of the band is there. Right. Uh, I have a management company uh, where I, I manage a lot of uh, bands, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the bands is on DC Archers from Canada. Oh, probably. Great band. And uh, so, you know, I am in touch, and uh, I... I, I do like Canadian metal in a special way because mm-hmm. we have to be different yes. in order to get noticed. You, know? you really because do. Because we're next to the big beast of America, and it's very <laughs> difficult to uh, you know, come out. So I think that that's why it makes the bands be different. They just right. sound different, you know. Well, it's crazy how much talent comes out of Canada in the metal genre mm-hmm. into eternity. I mean, they just put out that last great album. Band. They're a great band. It is awesome. Yeah. They don't get the recognition they deserve. Also. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so um, our podcast is, you know, I, I'm the '80s metal guy. I grew okay. up in the '80s, and then cool. uh, my my co-host uh, is more of a new metal guy. Of course, one of the things I love is hearing all the new metal. Right. We often fight about genres of metal, and I've heard you talk about this a little bit. But do you care what genre people put you in? Um. Not really. I mean, it it, it, bother, it it would bother me if somebody's like, you know, you're black metal, which I'm not. You know yeah. what I mean? So, right. you know, I, I, I do kind of care about where we're labeled because I don't want to give a bad, a bad um, definition or interpretation of what the band is. You, you've labeled so, yourself an outsider band. I've right. heard that before. Is that yes. accurate? I think so, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think we, like, Cataclysm is very difficult to identify as one style, you know. Bands got some thrash metals, got melodic stuff. I mean, one moment we're like Pantera, the other moment we're like something like, you know, maybe Death Metal or Cannibal Corpse. Right. Or right. So the, ba- the band has a very um, distinctive sound that's ours. Yes. You know? and, and I think that uh, it's difficult to label. And it's difficult to place us on tours, too. Like, you know, we could do this and then turn around with Cannibal Corpse. You yes. You know what I mean? So it's. Well, you know, you've I've heard you labeled as when you started out mm-hmm. in '91, you know, death metal, and now yeah. you're more melodic death metal. Right. Is, that, is that accurate? Well, or magazines are, are are kind of labeling us like that. They're sure. pushing us more into that right. genre. You know, like they'll probably identify Cataclysm now a little bit more closer to, let's say, uh, at the gates, or maybe even a little bit of an old in flames. You right. Know? And I think they're saying, well, you're more melodic now. Right. Whatever that means. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've always had melodies. It's just the one, half a dozen. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, uh, How would would you describe yourself? How would you describe your music? That's a good question. Um, And you know, if it's not important to you, that's a good answer. That's an okay answer, too. uh, you know, it is in a way. I mean, I, I think that, we, you know, we're, we're typically just a metal band, you know. And yeah. It now depends if you're being melodic with your voice or you'd be screaming. So right. it's kind of like, you know, where do you go in that, yeah. in that, in that route? Because yeah. if you take my voice out, you know, which is more on a screaming end, and the music could be Slipknot or it could be anything that's right. that's commercial, you know. So it's so it's hard to say, you know. Like I don't really care, but I do. So but it's, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to get put in the same category with Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, oh, these guys are hard rock. Well, they're not hard rock. <laughs> exactly. All right, so so we ask this a lot too, and I think I probably even know the answer, but I want to hear. What's the biggest change in the industry? I mean, you've been around since '91. You've been here a while, 13 albums. So what's yeah. the biggest change? 
Haircuts. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? It's it's uh, it's just a different medium now. How the music gets transported and how it gets, uh, you know, everything ends. Yeah. And tapes ended, and, and then you know CDs obviously are ending. Uh, it's already pretty much dead. To, you know, if you ask anybody. Right. Oh yeah. Um, so we're just entering now a digital world, and that's that's where we're, we are. Um, is it different than before? Well, even record labels didn't know how to handle it. Right. So they're getting their feet wet now with it. Mm -hmm. So it's not fair for the musician yet, like it wasn't fair when the CD came out. Right. right. So we're going into that new pattern. And now with the CD, it became kind of fair, mm -hmm. and I was dead. Right. So now entering the digital world, it's not fair. And by the time that will be changing, it'll be fair for the bands. You know what I mean? So well, you're managing. Always, yeah. you, you see it from both ends. Yes. Do you, do you see a change in that part of it, too? Is, Absolutely. Is it, is it? Absolutely. What's more drastic, as an artist or as a, as a manager? Uh, what do you mean? What's more drastic? Well, well what, what, what's the... What's the harder thing to change? Is it harder to deal with it as an artist, or is it harder to deal with as a promoter? Or a um, well, my job is to defend the bands. Yes. So and to give them the best deal they can get and, and protect them. Okay. So so basically, yes, it is it is extremely hard for me to, to do that because I, I see firsthand what's going on. Right. And uh, when when you know the bands need to make money and survive, and it's getting harder and harder to do that playing music. Yeah. So you have to have strategies behind it. And that's the only way bands can do it now, you know. So, so it's 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 a way around it. Um, I think that bands have way more voice now than we used to have back then, right? Because the internet's opened up everything. Sure. Okay. So it's it's fucked up a lot of shit. Yeah. But it opened up a lot of stuff. So meaning, labels have a hard time now, you know, doing something bad without getting bashed by everybody and online. You know, things get around quicker. Okay. So they are more on tippy toes. They're more open to work with you on different things. Yeah. Um, back in the day, it was hard to get signed. Mm -hmm. You know, if a band from Kentucky would get signed, it would be like the big thing all over the, you know, sure. country, yeah. like the whole state would be like, holy shit, this guy's just signed to Sony or something. Right. right? So now, it's not that hard to get signed. It's hard to get noticed right. because you've got so many millions of bands out there. Mm -hmm. So somebody, you know, and it's not everybody's being original. The problem we have also with all that is the Internet's made it so quick. Going back to you know what you right. said before, what's changed right. is that the internet's making it so quick that as soon as something's working, that gets a little bit of heat. Yeah, bands are like flocking to it that are unsigned, trying to copy it. Right, imagery, everything. So they burn it. You know what I mean? They burn the band that's like out there because yeah. there's 10,000 10, of them. Absolutely. Know? So you gotta be even if you're starting to get success, you gotta work around that success to be still different. Right. You know, move around. So I, I, it's more complex than it used to be, that's for sure. It, it seems like gone are the days of arena metal and, you know, uh, massive yes crowds. Yes, no. Look at Ghost. Yeah. They're in the yeah. arena right now doing five, six, seven thousand people, ten, I think. They are, yeah. So, you know, it depends, you know. The Kiss still doing it. <laughs> for <laughs> but their I get what you're tenth saying. last tour, yeah. I, yeah. What, I get what no, you're I saying. No, I mean, it's, it's something a band has to think about and deal with, I would think. I see it as your. The arena bands of back then mm -hmm. is like now you're doing 2,000 caps, right. filling them up, yeah. House of Blues and stuff like that. You did it. You did it. That you, made you know it. what you're I mean? There. Yeah. So okay. I, I see it as that. It's just small now compared to before. Cool. 
right now, I noticed that you have, uh, I guess the word is fascination, interest in uh, ancient Rome. Yes. Is that where you get a lot of your inspiration? And for 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 my other brand, my other band, Exdale. Yeah. Exdale. Yeah. yeah. That's that's um, like. Well, where does the inspiration for Cataclysm come from? Everyday life. Everyday life. Everyday life. Yeah. And we all we all like. Even just the way we struggled as a band to yeah. get noticed, uh -huh. uh, to come out of Canada. Once you make it out, you get a record deal, you're starting over again because now you're global and right. you have to prove it to the world. Right. So we've struggled with that. We had a very tough upbringing uh, as a band and, and also in our personal lives. We don't come from easy going. Right. Like a, like a suburb where you know mommy's paying for everything. We yeah. Had, you know, I was from the city and we had to duke it out. Sure. Yeah. You know, and so I, I come. A lot of that is transposed into music, and then a lot of it is uh, also what I see around the world and things that I travel everywhere and I see things and uh, I just personal experience and emotions that I do with Cataclysm. Cataclysm is a very hands-on, street type of real-life type of band, right. you know. Whether it's Ex Deo is more not a fantasy, but more of a historic type of you know. Look at what happened in the past, and this is a storytelling of that type sure. of stuff. Yeah. It's so metal because yeah. the Roman Empire was so brutal and crazy yeah. that if you're going to do something metal, that was the thing to do it with. You know, and yeah. I'm having a great time with that project, and yeah, that's I get a lot of inspiration for that. Cool. You know, I'm Italian origin, so yeah. I grew up around it. You know, so yes. it's, it's something that I that I really like and is passionate about. Well, well like. I'm always fascinated by the writing process. So you get four guys that are great at what they do. Right, They're you. all great instruments at what they do. How do you keep from beating the shit out of each other when it comes to like wanting your particular input right. in a song? I think that uh, with time, we've learned how to communicate with yeah. each other with that stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I have 150% you know, faith in this guitar player right, right here, which is the backbone of the entire music that yeah. we do. You know, it's all in his brain. You mm -hmm. know? Um, but we have the same things we like also. Although, although we have different bands we influenced by, right. we all reach each other again at the end of that tunnel where we are like kind of, you know, we like this together that if it makes sense to all of us for then we keep it. I'm know. assuming it can be contentious, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Right, right. And, and you know, there's going to be, uh, I think that if we don't debate, yeah, we're not going to have good music. So okay. we have to debate with each other and how we, we, we write stuff, you know. Cool, okay. Um, so, you know, touring, going back to my 80s metal, touring used to be sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and, you know, all about the party. Is it... Is it different now? I mean, because you started kind of in ninety, late yeah, early nineties. Yeah. There, there was still a little bit. Look, of that. you know, it's it's very different now. Like I, I remember in the nineties when we were, you know, still teenagers, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you know, even the early two thousands, there was a lot of that stuff going on. Yeah. And, and it was you know really cool. And then at some point, they stopped. They they stopped everything. Mm -hmm. You know, they and it's in the metal genre, you know, a lot. Uh, and what happened is they, they, they stopped, let's say, girls were going backstage, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to be anywhere. Right. It was very restricted, more and more restricted right. than before. Um, now there's this huge, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say it's a trend, but uh, it is kind of this whole sobering up thing. And, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of people use it as, as a promotional tool. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you say that, you're everywhere in the news. Right. If you have a problem with it, it's 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 a problem and, and it should be your thing and just don't stop drinking yeah, yeah. and you don't have to make it a big public thing yeah. that I, I did it it's like 
good for you. <laughs> and and I think so. I think that's making a trend out of the whole thing as well. And yeah. it's becoming very light as an as a industry as far as that part. Yeah. That what I'm talking about is, you know. Um, Partying and all that stuff still happens, but it's very quiet. It's not sure. like it used to be. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh, the rappers have that now. <laughs> yeah, <I'll>, <laughs> I'd rather do without than be right, a rapper. Right, right, right. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just shifted. You know, yeah. like it's. And if you do it in metal, it's like you know, sometimes you're on the, in the bad end of it on the news. Yeah. And it's because you're metalhead and you're drugs, and that's like boom. And the rappers do it, and it's okay. Yeah. You I, know. I, so. I listened to your interview about that, about how there's a double standard when it comes yeah. to metal versus rappers and that yes. sort of thing. And so, yeah. um, I found that very interesting. You know, mm -hmm. but there is. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Definitely. it's it's you know, and even if I would say that, you know, people would assume other things that I'm trying to say, and it has nothing to do with that. It's just the reality of it. Right. You know, so it's just different world, different place now. Well, how do you balance family now in the middle of all this? Difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, tours are shorter. I would think. Tours are shorter. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, as we're getting older, they get shorter. <laughs> uh, we try to at least. Uh, but now this will be my third kid. Right. So I have you know a big family, and uh, I love it, and I think that's uh, makes me rich. Nice. You know? And I think that I want to spend a lot more time with that. But at the same time, I want to I want to do my passion. I still have a lot of fire for this, and yeah. you know we have we have uh, responsibilities with everybody. Everybody's got kids in the band, and, right. uh, except my drummer. He's still the young one, you know. <laughs> Jumping around. But it's always the drummer. Yeah, yeah, it's always the drummer. But we are, we are uh, really uh, committed still to both things, the family and this. So we, we we work around it. So what what's next for Cataclysm? Is it time to think about that yet? Or right um, on the road? Or? Well, right, you know, we did Europe. Uh, we started with Europe, which was a massive, successful tour for us. It was the biggest draws we've ever done there in right. all these years, which was great. And then uh, now we're doing uh, this tour here. Uh, obviously, it's not a full tour, so mm -hmm. we're planning on coming back early next year at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Australia and Japan coming out in May, and then uh, a couple of festivals overseas in the summer, and then uh, we have South America in September, and yeah. then Europe again in December. So right. we are busy. We just try to couple couple months in between everything. You yeah. Know? So it pushes things further. Can you can you ride on the road? I've, I've yeah. heard it's difficult, but you can. We do it. Yeah, we do okay. it. And you know, look, some of our biggest songs uh, were written in the back lounge of a tour bus. Nice. You know, yeah. in, in two minutes. And, and it's, it's like, how did we do that? You know, yeah. like the song in Shadows and Dust was written in the back lounge. And the song's two minutes and 40 seconds, one of our biggest songs. Yeah. Right. right. So it's like Rain and Blood in a way. You know, it was short to the point. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you got the inspiration and sure. it just comes out right away. Yeah. So where can fans get uh, music and merchandise for Cataclysm? Uh, they can get it on cataclysm.ca, our website. We have okay. everything on there. And, uh, you know, we also have hot sauces and stuff that we have that are Cataclysm branded. And, uh, nice. We do them out of Carolina and they're the real deal. So we got that stuff. And, um, so, yeah, CDs, shirts, you know, wherever you are from, you can get them. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you, Maurice. Yeah, I appreciate you. it. Thank you.